Hey everybody, welcome, welcome. Today we're gonna draw a power regression trend line over the Bitcoin price. Okay, so this is the final video on our intro series covering regression analyses and trend lines. If you haven't watched our prior videos on this, definitely check them out. We've covered linear, logarithmic, exponential, and now power regressions over both the gold price history over the last 50 plus years and Bitcoin price history over the last 13 plus years. And this is the final one we're going to look at in the series. That is drawing a power regression trend line over the Bitcoin price. So before we get into it, let's go back to our formula. Let's go back to our little diagrams to show you how they look. Uh, this is the formula for a power regression. Seems quite simple. Y equals AX raised to the power of B. Again, Y is our dependent variable. That is price. That's what we're trying to find. That's what we're trying to draw a trend line out, which we can predict on that trend line as well. X is your independent variable. And in our case, X is time. But in any analysis, in any regression, you can have Y and X be any variables uh, as long as you have the data for them. And then that's the point of these analyses. We can plot a trend line to see if there's any relationship between the two. So our two variables are price, dependent variable, time, independent variable. Time stops for no one. And then we have our two coefficients, A and B. Remember, A is the y-intercept. That is at which point our trend line will cross the y-axis at what value. And B, B is the slope. And it's this exponent here of the slope raised to the power of B, raised to the slope, that's going to give our trend line, a power trend line, a curved effect, a non-linear effect, as opposed to our linear trend line, which you might remember was y equals a plus bx. And now to our little diagram here, which we showed with gold. This is how a power regression could look on a linear scale. And power regressions are probably the weirdest ones that we have looked at so far, because if you remember, the logarithmic nonlinear regression typically will grow faster at the beginning, slower at the end, kind of like this concave down band, this concave down curve that we've drawn here. And exponential regressions will pretty much always grow concave up. That is slower at the beginning and faster at the end. And I'm showing you here, as I mentioned in the video with gold, power regressions, depending on how the data shakes out, could do either. They could do either as it looks on a linear scale. But now let's look at a power regression trend line on a log scale and see how that shakes out. So here we have our y-axis turned into log, transformed into log from linear. And again, that simply means that you have some base, whether it's base 10, base 100, here it's base two actually. And so every order of magnitude up, every line that you go up, you will see that the next line is some number higher. And here it's two, you see it's five cents to 10 cents, then all of a sudden you're at 50 cents to a dollar, and then you got 
$5 and $10 at the very, very top. So you see that the bottom part of the y-axis on log scale is more expanded and the top part is more contracted. That's the logarithmic effect. And so typically when we say in finance, typically when we're looking at long-term data, put it on log scale, you're most always referring to the y-axis being on log scale, where the dependent variable, again, in this case, price is turned into log and the independent variable uh, X is uh, still remains linear. And so what will the power curve typically look like in that case? Well, in that case, it's typically going to look like logarithmic, but all the power curves that I have seen and my understanding of the statistics is that it's not going to be as extreme as the logarithmic curve. We remember that the logarithmic curve can shoot up very, very fast, typically at the beginning and then flatten out at the end. Power regression seems to be a little bit more of a gradual slope up the curve, at least for the data that I've seen. But again, I'm sure uh, statistics can get quite weird. And if you have strange data sets, then perhaps the curve could look different. But this is typically how the curve is going to look on log scale. And then similar to exponential regressions, there's actually a quick way if you can draw it, if you can scale your chart that way, there's a quick way to confirm if your curve actually is following a power regression. How would we do that? Well, that brings us to this third chart, this third diagram, this third example, and that is if we put both axes on log. So not only does the typical y-axis turn to log, but also the x-axis turns to log. So we see that on the y-axis, we have it expanded at the bottom and then contracted at the top, but look at the x-axis now. We can also expand the left side of the x-axis and contract the right side of the x-axis. And then what would that do to a power curve? Well, in this case, and this is unique to power regressions, the regression trend line will turn into a straight line. That's how it looks. The regression trend line will turn into a straight line. So that's similar to the concept of exponential growth, where if we looked at exponential growth and exponential trend line on log scale, the data would turn into a straight line. And again, it doesn't matter the slope. The line could be more slanted up. It could be more slanted down. The base could be base 2, 5, 10 on your uh, logarithmic scale. It doesn't matter, but the line will be straight. And so it is with power curves. The only difference with power curves is you need to look at it at a log log scaling to turn the power regression into a straight line. And so having said all that, that leads us back to our all-time daily Bitcoin price chart. Data beginning May 22nd, 2010, sub one penny Bitcoin through the 2013 boom, through the 2017 boom, through the 2021 boom, where it was nearly $70,000 per Bitcoin to today, where as of the day of this recording, uh, we're roughly $18,000 per Bitcoin. How can we make sense of this? Can we draw a curve that gives us a better perspective of price and time over these years, over this 5,100 day period of the system from January 3rd, 2009 and roughly 4,600 days of price action? Can we draw a curve? Well, we've drawn the linear, we've drawn the logarithmic, we've drawn the exponential curves. Now we're gonna do a power regression for 
Bitcoin. And so here you see this curve looks nice on first glance, looks nice. Uh, certainly we're well under it right now. But notice uh, this curve is concave up. So meaning the, the bump, the bump in the curve is facing down. Looks kind of more like an exponential curve, right? Where it grows slower at the beginning and faster at the end. On a linear chart, this looks like an exponential curve. But remember, this is why power curves are a bit weird. Remember what the gold power regression curve looked like yesterday when we covered that? It was concave down, concave down on a linear scale. It was slight, slight, slight bump uh, facing the upward direction. So uh, yeah, concave down is the is the term, the opposite of how this looks. Uh, but it did it did have that concave down effect on linear scale and here we have uh, we have concave up so again depending on the data depending on the nature of the data depending on how the data grows that y equals ax raised to the b formula can give you uh, interesting results but what do we immediately look to after that of course it's r squared and r squared is actually the highest we've seen yet whether we're talking gold or Bitcoin, linear, logarithmic, exponential, or power regressions, this is actually the strongest, uh, the strongest goodness of fit that we've seen. Uh, Well-behaved data. The Bitcoin price is over time. We have an R squared of 95%. Again, R squared is just the square of R, which is correlation. So the correlation is even higher. Uh, the correlation would be 97% some percent square that you're going to get 95 percent r squared and again r squared is easier to interpret and let's just run through that now so in order to do that we have to put an all-time average in there it is uh, we've shown this in all the prior videos whether it's gold whether it's bitcoin the question that we now want to ask ourselves is is this trend line a good fit does this trend line give a uh, better representation of how the data moves than the mean. That's what R squared is actually telling us. That's that's how we can interpret R squared. It's comparing with the all-time mean, this flat line that goes right across the chart, this flat dotted line. Again, this is not technical trading. We're not doing rolling averages, anything fancy like that. We're just looking at the all-time mean and comparing that with the trend line, which is a power trend line, which we've calculated just here. So 95% R squared, that tells us that the price, as it moves around the trend line, up or down around the trend line, the gaps that are between the price at the time and the trend line at the time, in other words, the variance, the variance is 95% less or 95% better than when we look at the same price curve and we see how that moves around the average. Clearly, the average means nothing in the early years because this all-time average didn't exist back then in 20, 2012, 2013. Maybe people uh, could dream of $8,500 Bitcoin, but it didn't even touch that amount till late 2017. It didn't even touch that number. And now, of course, it's well above it. Again, I'm not saying where Bitcoin is going to go. Uh, I'm just telling you that we are still double the all-time average as of this recording. 
So if you put the power curve back in and we compare it, it certainly does appear that the Bitcoin price behaves very well around this trend line and the variance uh, of the price around the trend line certainly is better than the variance around the mean as it has been the case with the linear logarithmic and exponential curves. But how much better? Well, 95% better. That is the interpretation of R squared. The variance is 95% better or less around the trend line than it is for when the price moves around the mean because it only crossed the mean you know, a couple times in Bitcoin's all-time history, but it crosses the trend line and hugs the trend line uh, much, much uh, more and much better. Okay, so that's it. That's the power regression. Uh, let's reset the zoom. And, and uh, the axis, you will know, took a big, big leap there uh, as this power regression grows a lot. And again, one of the best things that trendline analysis offers us is it does give us the ability to predict what can happen in the future. And again, I always hasten to say when I say predict, I, that does not mean I know what the Bitcoin price is going to be tomorrow or next year or after that. Past performance does not equal future results. This isn't financial advice, as I've said many, many times. Uh, but this is a simple trendline analysis that you could do in medicine and academia with different studies and science to see the relationship between two variables. And in our case, the dependent variable price, y, uh, we want to see how it relates to our independent variable, time. And you will notice, of course, that this uh, y-axis is already much, much higher than when I had it zoomed in and not looking at the regression curve. So that's going to whet your appetite if you have fun plotting out these trend lines as I do. Start of January 2023, all the data drops off, the all-time average, the price of uh, about uh, $18,000 per Bitcoin, actually. Let's start growing the curve. And again, y equals ax raised to the power of b. You have your coefficients. You base this curve on the 13 plus years of price data. And we see that already in uh, end of year 2023, we are at the prior all-time high from 2021, $70,000 per Bitcoin. Let's keep growing it, keep growing it. We get to $100,000 per Bitcoin at the end of year 2024. And again, we're just predicting that Y value, plugging it into the formula Y equals AX raised to the power of B uh, along the X axis, which in this case is days. We're counting up days and we are predicting the value of Y. So let's keep going, keep going. We get to $200,000 at the end of 2026, November 2026. Let's keep going. $300,000 start of 2028, February 2028, $300,000 Bitcoin, $400,000 Bitcoin, February 2029, $500,000 Bitcoin, November 2029. Let's keep growing it, growing it as we have with all the other curves. Now let's project out to December 31st, 2030. Six hundred and eighty-two thousand 
dollar Bitcoin. So it's fun. It's fun to see this trend and it's fun to plot this out. And it's also interesting to note that we don't have to do any fancy technical analysis here. This is statistically derived, mathematically derived trend line based on the formula that I showed you at the beginning of this video. And that's how it looks. Now let's go ahead and put the, uh, the y-axis on log scale to look at the data a little bit better, right? Because we don't have it on log scale. Uh, again, I showed you that uh, the, the power curve, like logarithmic curve, it should go concave down. That is the bump is facing up uh, once, we, once we put the y-axis on log scale. So let's see how that looks. If we go log left. Left axis is now the only axis in this chart is on log scale. And this is base 100. As we see, the order of magnitude is 100 units higher. Uh, each level up that we look, base 100. And there's our power curve on log scale. So it's a nice gradual curve. And notice, this fits Bitcoin's price pretty well. So back to the eye test, back to common sense. Uh, you do have to be careful with non-linear regressions using R-squared, relying on R-squared too much. But in this case, uh, we, we have the data, we have the eye test, we can see how it's gone throughout history where, you know, way back already, a couple of price spikes in Bitcoin, the first empty Gox hack that happened after June 2011 and the price fell a lot. Uh, we were above the all-time trend line even though we didn't know it at the time. There were different trend lines at the time. This is the all-time trend line. Uh, we, we went below it, bumped below it, below it, and then 2013 came along. We had two booms actually during that period, got about $200 Bitcoin. Uh, we can even zoom in here. Got about $200 Bitcoin. Then we fell back down until the end of the year, 2013, $1,200 Bitcoin. Then we fell back down into the crypto winter. Let's reset the zoom. Let's go to the through the ICO boom here and the next uh, great rise of Bitcoin to the end of 2017. There we have, uh, you know, again, I have day end prices, Greenwich time, but this is uh, close to $20,000 you see at the end of 2017. So notice what the price does related to the all time average. It's not even close to the all time average, but the curve, the curve looks a lot like the price, doesn't it? Doesn't it? So it goes goes above it in 2017 stays above it and then and notice actually how the power curve acts as a little bit of support that broke uh at the end of 2018 too interestingly and i've tracked this curve for a long time it, it it's about at the same time so this is another point that i've said before but just to keep reminding you this curve will change every day right every day worth of data so um let's just let's go in and and just explain it. So we see here <clears throat> January 12th, last day of data in this chart, 2023, we're well under the curve. The curve here is $47,000, $48,000 per Bitcoin. We're well under. So every day that Bitcoin posts a new price that's lower, this curve will fall. It will fall slightly. And it's actually not at the all-time lowest trend if you measure that in years. That happened back in 2016. I'll dedicate more time to this in future videos. But the trend's gonna change all the time. If it's above this curve, like it is here, it's pulling the trend line up. If it's below, it's pulling the trend line down. And that's how it works. 
But let's go back again, just to 2017, just to show you. Uh, I can tell you that I've been following this curve for a long time, and this big sort of drop, this big puke that we had in at the end of 2018 in the Bitcoin price, the ICO uh, madness kind of fell out. A lot of scammers, uh, a lot of people that got sick of it, threw their hands up, uh, capitulated. This curve was very, very similar based on the all-time data up until then as well, to 2018. So I, I will show you that curve in the future. Again, this is the all-time curve, but notice it's interesting that kind of broke that support uh, back in 2018. And let's reset again. Uh, Smallish uh, crypto winter here, 2018, 2019, and then it rises above uh, after after uh, a COVID, another COVID puke and then rises back above the curve in 2021 to where it gets today, where it has fallen back again. And so, indeed, Bitcoin's price is certainly more volatile than gold. It certainly uh, uh, changes a lot more than many traditional assets, but it does interestingly follow a power regression trend line, 95% R squared. And again, that R squared, it simply means that the price moves with 95% less variance around the trend line than it does around the mean. So it's 95% better around the trend line than it is around this mean, which we see it didn't even pass till late 2017. So that's a power regression analysis on the Bitcoin price. And we're looking at log scale. You remember as well from the beginning of the video, the third diagram that I showed you, how can we be crystal clear and certain that this curve is actually a power regression? We put it into log log. I'll go ahead and do that now. So here we go. This is now a log log axis. And I apologize for blurring out the X axis here. Uh, the chart is calculating correctly, but the axis is not displaying completely correctly. So I think it'd be a little bit confusing. Uh, the point that I just want to show is, of course, is this a power regression? Did we calculate it correctly? Are we looking at a power curve? Yes, we are. Because on a log log axis, we have a straight line. And again, what is the nature of log on the X axis? Well, just like with the Y axis, where the lower part of the chart becomes expanded and the top part of the chart becomes compressed as far as the orders of magnitude of the labeling goes, the same is happening here. So even though I'm not showing you the x-axis, you can see on the tooltip, we have Bitcoin Pizza Day, sub one penny Bitcoin price, May 22nd, 2010. It's all the way to the right side of the axis, where again, if I take the log off of the x-axis, it should be here on a linear uh, scale, all the, you know, nearly to the left side of the chart completely. That we put log back on, we transform the x-axis back to log, and we have expanded time on the left side of the axis where it takes you all the way, you know, nearly uh, three fourths basically of the chart to get to May 22nd, 2010 now on the tooltip. And then of course we are compressing a little bit. You can't see it so clearly, but basically the data is compressing in time here. We're, uh, we're only at 
2015 here, 2010, 2015 only. Then uh, all of a sudden we're at 2017, all of a sudden we're at 2021, and then all of a sudden we're at 2030. So apologies for blurring the x-axis, but it would just be clearer just to show it on the tooltip. Uh, I will correct that in the future. Basically, we have time zero or January 3rd, 2009 here on the uh, left side of the chart. And we've expanded a lot of the dates here. So, it, you know, we get it takes a long time to get to May 22nd, 2010. But then as we move further to the right on this transformed log X axis, we will see that it compresses it even more. So we're 2011, uh, 2012, all of a sudden 2013, 2014, uh, crypto winner here. And look, all of a sudden we're at 2017, all of a sudden we're at 2021. And then all of a sudden, as we move up the prediction model, December 31st, 2030. So that's log, log scale. We'll show this more in the future, but that is why uh, Bitcoin's regression on this analysis is power because it's a straight line on log log scale. Let's take log bottom off. Let's just look back here. It's a pretty good looking curve. It's actually the best we've seen. As I've mentioned, 95% R squared. That's the highest R squared we've seen of all the regressions, linear, logarithmic, exponential, or power for both gold or Bitcoin. So the data behaves pretty well around this regression trend line that we've drawn for Bitcoin. And so we can now take a look at a summary of all the different curves we've drawn for Bitcoin. A quick review. Again, the actual Bitcoin price now is around $18,000. This is a bit more complicated doing these videos over a few days as opposed to gold, which we've done it all ending month of December 31st, 2022. But roughly the Bitcoin price as of this recording is $18,000 per Bitcoin. So just keep that in mind. We're at $18,000 per Bitcoin as of this recording and as of the data. How did linear look? Well, the R squared was 50%. The price that the linear trend line predicted now at the start of 2023 was $26,000 Bitcoin. And the price it predicts in 2030 is $48,500 Bitcoin. The logarithmic curve, 34% R squared, $19,000 Bitcoin predicted now. So that's pretty close. That's pretty close to the actual price, interestingly, with logarithmic. But look at the prediction in 2030, only $25,000 per Bitcoin. You know, if you're super bullish, obviously that's not a fun number, but this isn't about having fun. This is about intuiting uh, the best curve. Exponential, 86% R squared, certainly doubly better than the logarithmic R squared of 34%, even more. All right, and you can say that with R squareds. So the data is fitting uh, much better over exponential. But then now we have to use the eye test again, even if it's on a table and common sense. What did the exponential curve tell us Bitcoin's price would be now? Well, it told us it would be $185,000 per Bitcoin. We have failed that as of now. I'm not saying we won't fail it in the future, but we have as of now. And then what is the exponential trend line predicting for Bitcoin in 2030, December 31st, 2030? 
$265 million for Bitcoin. The most bombastic uh, prediction that we've seen of any of the curves, gold or Bitcoin, and certainly something that Bitcoin bulls would like. But again, it's not about what we like or what's fun. Uh, it's about trying to see the best curve to make our decision. And then we get to the power curve. Now, the power curve is the best R squared we've seen. 95% nearly double the R squared of the linear uh, regression. And it's nearly triple the R squared of the logarithmic regression. So certainly seems that it's much better. Again, you don't want to rely on R squared solely. So let's do the eye test. So let's use common sense. What is the price now? Again, we looked at that. Uh, about $48,000 is what the trend line predicted for right now at the start of 2023. That's what the trend line predicted. What's the actual price? About $18,000. So we're $30,000 under. Uh, so from that side, either Bitcoin's acting more erratically or the trend line is not good of a fit. But if you look at it all the way out in 2030, what does the trend line predict on December 31st, 2030? $682,000 per Bitcoin. That seems, uh, I think for everybody, more understandable than $265 million per Bitcoin, which the 86% R squared exponential line predicts. Again, I'm not saying it's going to be one or the other. No one knows the future. Don't take this as financial advice. But we can clearly conclude that using the eye test, using common sense, looking at all the other curves, the power regression, the power curve over Bitcoin certainly fits the best 95% R squared. And that's interesting because remember in the logarithmic video, I showed you good old tro low low lows uh, logarithmic regression curve. He was using a logarithmic curve, that 34% R squared. So at the time, it was much higher, much higher, much better looking R squared. But now, the basic logarithmic curve that you would draw using coefficients that you found in statistical software is quite bad. Uh, the goodness of fit is not good at all. And the data doesn't really behave that well around the trend line. So if you look at some of the other curves that have become popular, the rainbow chart, for example, where you show uh, different bands based around a trend line, uh, I haven't seen all of the formulas because not everybody posts the formula. And again, the formulas for my curves and the coefficients that I'm finding at the moment will be in the show notes. They will be in the description. They have been in the description for all of my videos on these trend lines. I haven't seen all of the formulas for those rainbow type charts, but as far as I can tell, based on how it looks, those are power curves that are being drawn. So we can see that it is uh, certainly a non-linear trend line fits both gold and Bitcoin better. But unlike all the other data sets, power fits very, very well, 95% R squared. And the prices don't seem insane, or they certainly don't seem unrealistic compared to what we've seen Bitcoin's price do in the last 13 plus years. So there you have it. That is my summary on all four trend analyses covering the all-time Bitcoin price, linear, logarithmic, exponential, and power. This has been a presentation of the power regression. Thanks a lot for watching. See you soon.